Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah, sure, old time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, we look at the first round series versus the Capitals, and a minor league team changes their name. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, the Boston Bruins are ready for the first round. Of course, tonight they do face off against the team that they're going to play in the first round. But you might as well just throw this game tonight out the window. You know, this is just a throwaway game for both teams right now. And my guess is that you're probably not even going to see Marshawn. You're not going to see Pasternak. You're not, you know, you're not going to see the big time players. I don't know if you're going to see uh, Hall or not, but you might. So. Who knows? But the, tonight's game is isn't even a. I wouldn't even call tonight's game a preview. It's just some type of a. You know, I would just call it just a. You know, like a throwaway game. You know, that's basically what it is. It's a game that doesn't really mean anything. Last night's game did. Um, tonight's game basically. You know, you might as well just throw it out the window and look forward to on look forward to Saturday night, seven p.m. I'm going to be sitting in front of the TV watching the Bruins hopefully beat the crap out of the cap the Capitals. Okay? Now, the way it looks right now, it's going to be Washington. Right now, it's Washington and Boston as far as the East goes. It's going to be Washington versus Boston and Pittsburgh versus the Islanders. We're going to go down to the uh, Western Conference or the Western Division. It's going to be Vegas and St. Louis. You're going to look at Minnesota and Colorado. If you go to Discover Central, which is where I think the Stanley, besides the Boston Bruins, but I think the Discover Central is where you're going to find possibly the Stanley Cup champions coming out of that division. All right. Between Carolina, it's going to face Nashville, and the two Florida teams are going to face each other in the playoffs. Now, I don't know if the two teams, the two Florida teams have ever played each other in the playoffs. I really don't remember if they did or not, but they probably have with with their long history. And then going to the North Division, which is all the Canadian teams, well, just by looking at it, you have Toronto is going to face off against Montreal, and you're going to have Winnipeg going up against Edmonton. So it's going to be a pretty good, it's going to be interesting to see how, how the playoffs work out as far as, you know, these, um, you know, how, how they're going to do things as far as, where teams are, you know, who's going to play who in the next round. Now, the NHL did announce modifications to the COVID-19 uh, the COVID, the COVID protocols for the Stanley Cup offseason. 
and basically nothing's really nothing really's changed um and there's a lot going on here but if you want to go go to the nhl.com cuz they did post some stuff as far as um stuff as far as you know overview protocols for that you know like fully vaccinated players you know fully vaccinated you know players who are fully vaccinated teams or fully vaccinated so you know, if you're interested in that, you could probably find it on your team's website, on the Boston Bruins website, and it's over on the on the other side. Now, before we get into like looking at the the series between the Capitals and the Boston Bruins, we're gonna go down the final statistics for the Bruins right now. It, it's you know, barring any other scoring tonight, you know, by anybody, you know, like I said, it's just a throwaway game. Now Brad Marchand led the t- or leads the team in in points. He's got 29 goals, 40 assists and 69 points. Patrice Bergeron, 23 goals, 25 assists, 48 points. And David Pasternak, 20 goals, 28 points, 40 uh 28 assists, 48 points. Krejci's in there with 8 goals, 36 assists, 44 points. Majority of those points come majority of those assists have come with Tyler Hall. So or Taylor Hall, Tyler, Taylor. You know, sometimes that really confuses me because the two kids went one and two, and sometimes it confuses me. I don't know why. You have Craig Smith in there, who had an excellent season down the stretch, who played with Krejci and Hall, and he had finished with 13 goals, 19 assists, 32 points. You know, McAvoy in there had a stellar season on defense. He had five goals. I kind of maybe if the season was was a regular season of 82 maybe he would have had over 10 or 15 goals 25 he had 25 goals 25 assists 30 points Nick Ritchie in there who had a really outstanding year for the Bruins 15 goals 11 assists and 26 points Matt Grizzlick in there who's been you know in and out of lineup because of injuries he has five goals 15 uh, 15 assists for 20 points Charlie Coyle in there six goals 10 assists for 16 points. Taylor Hall, 8 goals, 6 assists, and 14 points. Now, here's the thing. Coming to before the trade when he was playing in Buffalo, he only had 2 goals. So that says something about the the production of this guy with this team. Now, Jake DeBrusque is in there with 5 goals, 8 assists, and 13 points. And the list goes on and on. You know, one of the guys, some of the guys who stand out here, Trent Frederick, he had, he's had a pretty decent first year with the Bruins. He had four goal, he had four goals on the season. Curtis Lazard, who was a, who was a, a late addition in that trade with Hall. He comes in with one goal. He comes in with one goal, but I, you know, I, I think he's going to, I think he's going to do pretty well in the playoffs. You know, and then of course you have the guys who cool in John Moore, Anton Bleed, Jared Tenorti, who. I don't know. Debate is still out with that guy. I don't have a. I have a feeling he won't be. Won't even be around. Now, as far as the goaltending goes, of course, you had the the sway man. I I like to call him. Nine nine games played, and he had a record of seven and two. Tuka Rask in there with 24, uh, 24 games played, fifteen and five, which is pretty damn good. Halak, who played in nineteen games, had a had a um, record of nine and six. So basically we all know who's going to be in goal for the, for the playoffs. It's going to be Tuka Rask, but I wouldn't be, but if I, if I'm Bruce Cassidy, I think maybe, maybe I throw in a curveball. 
Swayman's played really, really well this season. And I think maybe there's a good chance that he deserves to be, you know, deserves maybe one one start in the playoffs. Maybe you do you go with him in game one. That's what I'm thinking right now. You know, you know, do you give do you just ride Rast throughout the whole entire playoffs, or do you actually put Swayman in there every once in a while? I mean, if they're down three games to none against the Washington Capitals, then guess what? Why don't you throw Swayman in there and see what happens? You know, maybe he comes up big. You know, do you maybe you play him in game one just to throw a curveball at the Washington Capitals? Who knows? But it's gonna be a kind of it's gonna be interesting now that Swayman's really good. You have the veteran Tuka Rask, you know, who has playoff experience, and in 2019, you know, he did he did carry this Bruins team to the Stanley Cup Finals, no matter what. All right, throw last year out the out the window. Throw everything out the window from last year because last year was just was just one big screw up. All right, forget about last season. You know he's been there. You know, and he took that team to the. He basically took the team to the finals in 2019. But you can probably throw in Jeremy Swayman. You know, like I said, throw a curveball at the Capitals and maybe start him in Game One or Game Four. You know, if your back's against the wall. You've got nothing to lose, okay? Now, looking at, you know, the Washington Capitals, I'm, of course, Ovechkin, you know, you know, you can't really say a lot about this guy. This guy is, this guy's just a great player. You know, they have, they do have Chara on their team, you know, former Bruin, you know, he's going to, he's going to probably step up his game. But here's the other thing. You could probably you know, expose him for what he is or why the Bruins didn't resign him. He's gotten, he's older and he's slow. So basically, you know, you don't have, you've got nothing to lose with, with them. All right. Nothing to lose going up against the, going up against the, um, going up against Chara because he, he's nothing. All right. Right now he's slowing down. Yeah, he's still he can still play. He still puts in the minutes. But you know what? You can't especially the younger speedy players could probably expose him for, you know, the expose his age. I'm serious. You could probably expose, you know, his age and his his he's getting slow. And that's the reason why the Bruins, the Bruins, you know, didn't resign him. Now, looking at the um, looking at the. Washington Capitals, of course, Nicholas Backstrom had 15 goals on the year uh, for 53 points. He had John Carlson in there with 44 points, you know, and I'm looking at this and I'm surprised that, you know, Ovechkin wasn't leading the team in points, but you got to realize Ovechkin didn't play a lot. He played only 44 games out of 54, 55. You know, I don't expect him to play tonight, but I would have, and he's a minus seven. Wow. Dinix didn't see that one coming, but you know, you got, you got the typical guys up front, you know, up at the top, it's Backstrom, Carlson, Oshie, Ovechkin, but the thing that it really like stood out is all of us, oh, and we, and um, Zidane Chara had two goals, seven points, two goals, seven assists, and nine points in only, in 40, in 54 games, Wow. That production wasn't really there in the ice, so you know that's not really him producing. But then again, it was a shortened season, you know. But we go back to the top, and of course we have Tom Wilson. 
Now he played in 46 games. He had actually he actually scored some goals, not you know not Ovechkin type goals, but he scored some goals and finished with uh, 33 points. And looking at his penalty minutes, he only had 86 minutes in penalties. Now come on, that's a joke right there and a half. He should have more. Why doesn't he have more? You know this jerk off. Anyways, you know. Going back, even going back to to you know last last week with the uh, the Rangers, you know he's a piece of garbage. I don't care what you say. This guy should you know what really ticks me off is like people are probably sitting there. You know I could badmouth Tom Wilson. All right, I'll sit there and say Tom Wilson's a piece of garbage, and he is for what he's done. And you know the guy guy shouldn't even be in the league anymore. But then there's going to be some. Some play. There's going to be some fans out there of other teams are saying, "Well, Brad Marchand's the same way." No, because Brad Marchand hasn't done anything in a couple of years. All right, he hasn't. He hasn't really done any, you know, anything to be to be a complete idiot. All right, but this Tom Wilson, he's an idiot. He shouldn't even be playing in the league. He should have been suspended after. He should have been suspended, you know, after after the whole thing with the Rangers. You know, and the thing is, the Rangers come out and complain about it, and then all of a sudden they get fined. You know, because the league doesn't like it because the league went after you know the head of the head of player safety. Well, maybe if the head of player safety did his damn job, we wouldn't have anybody complaining. This guy should not be playing in the league. Don't get me started, but you got me started anyways. But yeah, don't even don't even get me started, because it pisses me off that this that this idiot who's put guys in the hospital I mean Brad Marchand never put anybody maybe he did I don't remember but he hasn't done anything in a long time all right so I don't want to hear it and the thing is that Brad Marchand can actually score goals he has 29 goals on the season all right Tom Wilson has 13 all right but the thing is if Tom Wilson starts any garbage during the playoffs. I'm hoping that there's going to be some Bruin that steps up, and it's probably going to be Trent Frederick. I mean, if I'm if I'm Bruce Cassidy, I'm putting Trent Frederick in the lineup every night to go against Tom Wilson. I am because Tom Wilson's an idiot, and he needs to he needs to be put in his place. Maybe Marshawn does something. Maybe Marshawn steps up and, and beats the crap out of this guy. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe dress Jared Tenorti. I know, you know, I know there's not a Jared, a lot of Jared Tenorti fans out there, but maybe Jared Tenorti should be in the be in the lineup. Maybe Kevin Miller could take care of him too. So there's plenty of guys on this Bruins roster to take care of this moron. So he needs to be. He needs. He he need a message needs to be sent, and I think the Boston Bruins are the ones to do it. Now, you have Ovechkin, you have Oshie, you have Backstrom. I mean, they're they're going to be tough against against a young Bruins defense. But this is where this is where guys like McAvoy and Grizzlick show their veteran status. These guys got to come up big. Miller's got to come up big there. So you got if the Bruins really want to win this series, they got to shut down Backstrom. They got to shut down Oshie. They got to shut down Ovechkin. We really don't need to worry about. We really don't need to worry about Zidane Chara. He's he's up there in age, you know. There's a reason why the Bruins got rid of him. And then Tom Wilson, somebody's got to take care. Of, somebody's got to put him in his place. And I have a feeling it's going to be Trent Frederick. 
put Trent Frederick in the lineup, and maybe Tom Wilson will stop his shenanigans. So, but I'm thinking I'm thinking the Bruins have a really good chance at this. I mean, as long as they shut down those big those their their top guns, the Bruins are going to be fine. The Bruins are actually going to be fine here. So, you know, you have one game one on Saturday. Um, I don't really have the schedule. Let me let me see if I have the schedule here for. Oops. I'm looking up the schedule now, so bear with me here. Looking it up, everything, and all right. Well, basically, right now, the only thing I see right now is game one against the Washington Capitals on Saturday night at 7:15 in Washington. So that's basically what we got right now. More can come out. More, more of the schedule might be released after tonight, after tonight's game in Washington. Now, do I see anything happening tonight with Tom Wilson? No, I don't think so. Maybe he doesn't even dress. I don't know. It's still early in the day. I really don't know what's going on with the Boston Bruins or what's going on with, you know, what's going on with the Capitals. Are they going to, who are they going to dress? Who are they going to sit? So who knows what's going to happen, you know, with this, um, with this team, you know, but I, I really expect maybe. Maybe today that the Boston Bruins, maybe, um, you know, maybe, maybe later today we'll find out what the, what the Bruins, uh, roster is going to be for tonight. I really don't see any, any major players in tonight's game. They're going to be well rested for a battle on two on Saturday night, but it would be nice. It would be nice as for a preview to see Trent Frederick in the lineup or any of the other tough guys in the lineup. Jared Tenorti would be would be perfect for tonight if Tom Wilson is in the lineup and just beat the living crap out of him. I just want to say a really good happy birthday to Brad Marchand. Today's his birthday, so happy birthday, Brad. You're a good guy. You're a great hockey player. It's awesome. You're you're awesome. So tonight's game starts at 7 o'clock, and it's going to be on Nesson Plus for those of you who live in the New England area. So... You know, going back to the Capitals, I have a, I see them, I see them shutting them down. You know, they got to shut down the Big Four, I like to call them, or the Big Five, if you want to call, talk to Zdeno Char about it. Now you have Simsonov and Vanacek as the goaltenders here. Now you, you really need to, if you can, you have to expose. Well, Samsonov and or Samsonov or whatever the hell he, whatever the Russian calls himself. You know, you really have to expose these young guys. These guys are still young. You know, they've they've they're still young players. I mean, you know, they're they're young. They're 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 playoff inexperienced because you got to figure they they've basically the Capitals for the past couple of years have relied on Braden Holpe. So now that Holpe's not in the line, not now that Holpe's not there. I mean, Craig Anderson is there too, but still. You're gonna to have to expose those two young young goaltenders. And the thing is, you know, I want to see guys like Pasternak step up now. You know, Marshawn has been stepping up all season. I want to see you know somebody like Pasternak get out of his little slump and start to, you know, play like David Pasternak. You know, you're gonna have that second line now with with Smith, Krejci, and and Hall. You got some goal scoring. So basically. You have goal scoring. The top six guys can score goals and they can produce. 
So there's no excuse to to this team not winning a, a game in the series or even the series. But still, this team, you know, has to go after, especially the top six guys, they got to go after the young goaltenders for the Washington Capitals. Simple as that. That's all they have to do. You know, and like I said, you know, tonight could be a little preview of what's going to happen. Maybe, maybe there's maybe there's some bad blood tonight that boils over to 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 um, Saturday. So who knows what's going to happen with with the Boston Bruins, you know, tonight and into the playoffs. I mean, that round one playoff. I mean, there's a part of me, there's a part of me that wants to see the Islander. You know, you know that wants to see the Islanders again after, you know, last night because of what went on last night. David Pasternak getting speared speared in the gut. Then there's another part of me that doesn't want to see the Islanders. I'd rather see the Penguins. So who knows? But they got to get past the first round first. All right? And they're going to do it against the Capitals. And I have a feeling this this is going to be this is going to be a big series for both teams and I have a feeling that the Bruins will probably come out and win this one. I'm not saying they're going to sweep it. I'm looking at maybe four, maybe this series goes seven games. And there's going to be some blood boiling over. And I have a feeling that Tom Wilson is going to be going to be in the middle of it. And hopefully, Trent Frederick or somebody will go after his ass. Okay? Somebody's going to go after Tom Wilson. But... Game one is on Monday, or game one is on Saturday night. We still don't know about the other other games, so there's a good possibility there could be a game next on Saturday, game one. Game two could be Monday, which means that maybe Tuesday morning I'll do a show. I'll do a podcast. And then Monday, and then maybe another, maybe two next week to talk about the game. They're probably going to be short shows because, you know, there's not going to be a lot to talk about. But it's pretty... But I have a feeling that the Bruins could possibly pull this one off. Um, you know, as long as as long as they keep Ovechkin off the board, Tom Wilson doesn't do his little stupid antics, and you just go after the goaltenders. They have the Bees have the top six goal scorers now. They have two lines that can score. There's no there, there's no excuses that they can't win this series. Now we're gonna go on to another subject that's kind of I don't know if it pisses me off or not, but it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. But yesterday afternoon, the New York Islanders came um, made an announcement yesterday that they were tra- that they were basically renaming their minor league farm team. Now the Bridgeport Sound Tigers are going to be renamed the Bridgeport Islanders. Now. I'm saying to myself, where is there an island? Bridgeport, Connecticut is not an island, okay? So basically, I'm looking at this as an eventual move to Nassau Coliseum after next season once the island, when the Islanders move to their new building in Belmont. Now, as a Sound Tigers fan for roughly their whole existence, a season ticket holder for a couple of years, I I have a I I'm not really pissed about this, but I think that they they could have done the Bridgeport Islander or they could have done the Islanders thing when they moved the team 
when and if they were to move the team to Nassau. But you know, it it doesn't really it doesn't really tick me off, but still. I I'm a little I'm a little sh- I'm not shocked by this, but you know, hey Islanders, at least wait until you move your team. <clears throat> Excuse me. At least in, at least wait until you move your team over to Nassau because we all know that's that's what's going to happen. We all know that's what's going to happen because it's eventually going to going to happen. Now the whole entire thing is that their whole slogan now is we're all Islanders. Well, yeah, technically we are, but we're, you know, it's the same team. All right? Basically, it's the same team, but still it's still really really ticks me off because there's no identity. Okay? Now, I know a lot of you are probably saying, "Well, what about the Providence Bruins?" Well, yeah, th- that could be the that could be the same thing too. All right, the same thing with the Providence Bruins. They were once known as the Maine Mariners when they played up in Portland, Maine. You know, you actually had, you know, the Binghamton Rangers at one point before they moved to Hartford and became the Wolfpack. You had the um, the Binghamton Whalers for the Hartford Whalers. So you know the the Devils, the Albany Devils. You know, you had the Albany Devils, then you had the Binghamton Devils, and now they're moving, the New Jersey Devils are moving to Utica, so I don't know if they're going to be the Utica Devils or they're going to be the still be the Utica Comets. I have no idea what's going on. So that that's one, you know, that's the one thing that, like, really ticks me off about the, about the whole minor league system is, like, a lot of them have, like, gone away from their identity. You know, of, of being, you know, being not separate from the, from the NHL club, but being something different. All right. So I don't know, but that opens up. Now, if the Islanders move to Nassau, that opens up Bridgeport for the New York Rangers. All right. That's good. That's fine. You know, Rangers move, move the Wolfpack down there. Do they become the Bridgeport Rangers? Do they become the Connecticut Rangers or do they just stay the Wolfpack and be the Bridgeport Wolfpack? Who knows? Maybe there might be a name change there. Who knows? But that leaves the XL Center open. Now, if Hartford was smart, but then again, they don't do anything smart in this state. What they should do is, since the XL Center is not being used, because you know your your prime tenant is basically gone. You've lost 40, 40, 40 dates out of your building. I think it would be a good time to you know maybe think about doing a renovation, and not a little like. You know, not a little tiny res- reservation, um, not a renovation, but a big major one, a big one to actually, you know, maybe lure uh, an NHL team. Like, but that's not gonna that's not gonna happen anyways because all the NHL teams seem to be fine. But still, you know, the state of this could set you up. Now, the thing is that UConn is building a brand new ice, uh, brand new ice uh, ice rink or arena. On campus, so UConn's going to be playing most of their games on campus. They have Gamble Pavilion for basketball, so why not shut the XL Center down and give it like a complete overhaul and see what happens? You know, maybe, maybe, maybe they do get a tenant to come in. Maybe, maybe the Providence Bru, maybe the Bruins move their minor league team, you know, their East Coast Hockey League team to Hartford. You know, who knows? Because right now. Their East Coast Hockey League team is all the way down in Atlanta. 
So why not move the Atlanta Gladiators up to Hartford? And then this way, you know, you got Providence, you got, you know, you got Boston, you got Providence, and you got, and you got Hartford. Simple. You know, the good, the the smart one, the smart move that they could have made, and they should have made this a while back, was putting the team, you know, putting a team in Worcester, you know, getting an getting a deal with the with the team in Worcester, but the team in Worcester, the Railers, got got an affiliation agreement with the Islanders. So throw that one out the window. But there's also Manchester, New Hampshire. They can go up there too. So it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of interesting to see what happens with with that whole thing in, in Connecticut. And I still I still think that maybe, you know, a, maybe with a renovated arena, you might get a chance to lure some other team from, you know, maybe maybe a Carolina or a Florida. But, you know, everything seems to be fine right now. I wouldn't worry about teams. I wouldn't focus on teams moving. I would just focus on, you know, just, you know, focus on the two, the, the expansion team coming in, which is going to be kind of fun, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what Bruins wind up playing for Seattle. It's going to be really interesting. But that's going to do it for me this week. You know, just wanted to, ja- you know, throw something out there, talk about the Talk about the whole, you know, playoff series with the Washington Capitals. Of course, tonight, you know, you got tonight. Hopefully, that there's going to be some. Maybe, maybe there's going to be some bad blood from tonight. That's gonna that's gonna go over to on Saturday. Who knows? We don't know. You know, maybe if Tom Wilson plays tonight, and if well, if he plays tonight, maybe maybe he gets into a tussle with Trent Frederick or some other Bruin, and that boils over, and we have another. Another great, you know, bench clearing brawl or line brawl like they had at in the Madison Square Garden last week. So who knows what's going to happen, you know? But all I'm saying is that this team has gotten on a roll, and with the addition of of Hall, Krejci's looking good. So this team does have a ch- this team has a legit chance at not only beating the Washington Capitals. In a series of maybe, I'm still I'm still thinking that maybe this could go six or seven games. This this could go six or seven game. This series, you know, can they make it out of? Can they beat Pittsburgh? Can they beat Washington? Or can they beat the Islanders if they move on? Of course, they beat the Islanders last night. You know, it wasn't a good effort, but at least it was an effort. That third period was an effort. That third period was an effort, especially when. You know, the thing I just couldn't get over was that they couldn't score on an empty net in the last minute of the game. I mean, the Islanders were going for desperation, and the but Bruins got lucky, and they won it in overtime. But, you know, I'm really looking forward to the playoffs coming up. Hopefully, you know, we'll know more about the rest of the games, but Saturday night is game one. And if you're Bruce Cassidy, maybe, maybe you throw you throw a wrench in there, you know, a little 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 slide job in there, and start Jeremy Swayman for a game. Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? I mean, who knows what's gonna happen tonight? Are the are the Boston Bruins is Swayman gonna play tonight or is Halak gonna play tonight? We really don't know what's gonna happen tonight. Maybe, you know, who plays tonight? We don't know who's gonna play tonight. You know, it could be Halak, it could be Swayman. So who knows who's going to play? 
you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe, you know, we, we know that the combination for the, for the playoffs is going to be Rask and Swayman, no doubt. But the thing is, do you, do you play Swayman in a game? It's going to be interesting to see what happens as far as the goaltending goes. I mean, don't look for, don't look for Tuca to bail on his team. And I don't want to hear any of that garbage that, you know, if, if the Bruins are down three games to, if the Bruins are down three games to none, and they've been outscored, and the top two lines haven't produced, I don't want to hear anything about Tuca sucking. Because the, these, the whole point of the game of hockey, other than stopping the puck, you got to score goals. And if these guys can't don't score in this series, then don't go blaming the goaltending. Okay. I mean, if you win like 5-4 or something like that, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you that. But if this team, you know, loses two to nothing, get keeps getting shut out, I don't want to hear any Tuka talk about him sucking. All right. Because he's gonna care because I can guarantee you they they go all the way to the finals this year. It's gonna be Tuka that's gonna carry this team. It's gonna be Tuka that's gonna carry this team a lot. But the, the other thing is that the uh, the top two lines now have to produce because now you have two two top scoring lines. The number the three guys the bottom bottom six have to produce also. I'm not saying that they have to go out and score a hat trick. You know, each guy has to go out and score a hat trick, but they have to play physical. I mean, I want to see guys play physical like you know Trent Frederick Corrali. Wagner, those guys play, you know, maybe even DeBrusque go, get in there get in there and get a little dirty. You know, maybe uh, Charlie Coyle get in there, you know, play a little, you know, play a little tight hockey there too. You know, and just, you know, you got to you gotta eliminate Ovechkin, you got to eliminate Oshie, and you got to eliminate Backstrom from the, from the picture. And I think, and I believe that the bottom six can actually keep those guys off the board. The main thing is to keep Ovechkin off the board. And the other thing is, you know, you got to police Tom Wilson, and somebody's going to be out there to do it. And I have a feeling it's going to be Trent Fredericks going to be going to be the guy. So, that's my take on things here. You know, glad I glad I was able to rant for you guys for about twenty minutes. It was fun. And this show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Now, if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And go Bruins. Game one is on Saturday night. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 